Welcome to TribeCast. I am Forrest Walden, founder and CEO of Iron Tribe Fitness. And on this podcast, I am going to help you find your tribe and maximize your life. Welcome to another episode of TribeCast. Super excited today to be off-site. I am not in Birmingham, Alabama. I am in Nashville, Tennessee, and I am in the Entree Leadership podcast room with Sarah Sloyan, VP of Entree Leadership, and we're in the new, brand new, I mean, just a couple of months now, uh, Ramsey Solutions building that I just got a tour of, and it is just phenomenal. 900 employees here, already laying the groundwork for another building next door to be open in another two years. Just truly staggering. Sarah, thank you for carving out a few minutes well, being on the show. Well, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. This is so special. It's my first time to record in our new studio. So what a milestone moment. Yeah, we're both getting it at the same time, right? <laughs> awesome. Um, well, Sarah, we know, uh, everybody knows of Dave. Everybody knows of this business. Why don't you talk a little bit about who you are, what you've done, and how you've gotten to where you are now as a vice president? Yes. Well, it's kind of funny. These guys actually were my clients. So I worked for a Weston resort for seven and a half years right out of college. And I started as a sales admin. And by the time I left, I was a sales advisor. And these guys um, traveled at that time with our master series event. Mm -hmm. And so um, they were my clients and we just hit it off. And eventually they asked if I wanted to come. I grew up in Alabama and they'd heard I wanted to get kind of closer to, to home and asked if I wanted to come work here. And so I started here as a sales advisor seven years ago, almost exactly. Okay. So so at that point, what are you selling? Okay. So at that time we had our master series event, which is for business owners. And then we had our performance series event. So a lot of our business owners would come and bring their um, leaders to our performance series event. And that was basically our whole business at that time was those two events. And I've been through both. I did the performance, <laughs> the three-day with my team. Then I also came back and went yes. through the uh, Master Series event, which is a whole week, which That's is a right. phenomenal production you guys put on. Um, and that brings up a point. I, we should probably back up. I assume everybody knows who Dave Ramsey is and what he does, <laughs> yeah. right? They probably know his name, but why don't you just real quick talk about overall what this business does? I know at the core, it's about yep. getting debt-free and totally. you know, living off cash, but then you've got all these offshoots. So right. for those who don't know, maybe catch us, maybe we should yeah. start there. So Dave is most known for helping people with their personal finance journey. So purpose in life is really to help people with biblical principles. Mm. And so the way people most know him is through his financial journey. And we have um, school curriculum, we have um, corporate um, programming, we have um, personal finance that people can take through their church typically. But then we also have my area, which is Entree Leadership, and we help small business owners. Mm. And a lot of our business owners are accidental business owners. So they started out and they were an amazing electrician and they looked up and they had to hire a few more people and they realized I do not, I was not trying to start a business or lead people, but here we are. And so then they come to us and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. And we just walk through a lot of really, um, to be honest, common sense principles, treat people well, share your profits, things along those lines, mm-hmm. and help them practically implement that into their business. And I remember when I was at the Master Series event, Dave gave the origin story of how it started, and it was really him teaching the team. Yes. These meetings. This and was people, internal. People started bringing friends. Yes, that's exactly right. And he's exactly like, wow, right. there's like a business 
inside the business. Totally. It was wild. He actually started teaching these principles. He was trying to, as the company grew, he was passing these principles down to his key leaders. And so he had three guys that were running the company with him and they were like, this is so good. Can we bring some of our top leaders? And they brought their top leaders. And then they said, this is so good. I think my pastor needs to hear this. Or Mm. I think my wife who runs a business needs to hear this. Or I've got this buddy. And he looked up and he had more people in the class that did not work at Ramsey than did work at Ramsey. And he thought, oh, maybe this is something that I should share with more people. Well, there's a huge need, and I 100% feel <laughs> the description you just gave. I didn't study business. Right. I didn't set out to open a business. I loved fitness, and yes. all of a sudden, I found myself needing to really know about business. So it's been huge for me, not only on the entree leadership side, but I've been a day follower since, I think, 2004. So this was a special trip for me today because I'm on baby step seven. Hey! And that happened this summer. So uh, maybe I'll do a debt-free screen before I leave. That's Um, cool. But yeah, just a big fan of everything you guys do and what you stand for. I've always appreciated uh, the biblical emphasis and how everything comes back to those core values. All right. So I want to talk about uh, you and your role and what your team looks like now and kind of what you're in charge of. Oh, my gosh. So I was mentioning I started here as a sales advisor seven years ago. And um, at that time, we had exactly seven people on our team. And I always laugh one of the lessons we teach is communication. At that time, communication was super easy. We all sat in cubicles that all opened to each other. So you would just yell, you know, when you needed something. And now we have a team of 65 people and it's wild. All in entree leadership. Yes. That's just in our area. And what's so crazy is when we started seven years ago, we were mostly sales advisors. And um, now we have a full team of, we have a team of developers, a team of creative people, a team of marketers, a team of, I mean, the list just goes on. And so it's been really interesting. Not only when I started, had I never led a single person and I hated conflict, um, but I also was a salesperson. I had I didn't know anything about digital product or leading developers. And so this has been such a stretching journey. You know, I tell people, a lot of people have a Dave story that's all about finances. And my Dave story is really about leadership. leadership. Yeah. yeah. And just you have these periods of just crazy um, exponential growth because you are put in these situations where you have to deal with hard stuff. I'm sure you went through that as you hired people Still and do. learned business. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. So 65 team members that you're leading, do you have like a executive team inside the department that you're spending the bulk of your time with? What does that look like? Yes. So I moved into the senior vice president role a couple of years ago, and that was the first thing I realized I needed to do. At that time, I think we had about 50 team members, mm-hmm. and I just thought, this is so much bigger than me, and I can't personally run around and pour into all of these people and hold them accountable. So I sat down and I called up um, our top leaders and said, we're basically going to form a strategy council. It's like a little miniature board within our area. And I'm counting on you guys to operate this business with me. So you're going to have your day-to-day kind of um, key results area hat. So you might be in charge of events and you might be in charge of marketing, but we're going to sit down each week and we're going to talk about the health of our business as a whole. And I'm counting on you to kind of take off that day-to-day hat and think about what's best for the business as a whole. And that's really, that was a big game changer for me. And that's where I went from feeling very isolated and like everything was on my shoulders Mm -hmm. to realizing like, okay, we have a team and we're going to do this together. And I still have to call them up and hold them accountable um, and lead them. But we're going to do this together. Okay, I want to dive a little further into entree leadership. You talked about it briefly, but a lot of small business owners, CEOs, um, entrepreneurs listen to this show. And so if they're wondering, like, what can you provide me? Like, what what kind of 
information is there out there? Describe a little bit about how you help small business owners win. Yeah. Well, because a lot of our business owners are accidental leaders, um, we really try to walk hand in hand with them. We're not talking about these highly complex topics. You know, we're breaking down real life day to day. What are you experiencing in your business? How do you have hard conversations? How do you communicate to your team? How do you form a vision and a mission and all of that good stuff? Um, Practically, we have everything from a free podcast, a very inexpensive book called Entree Leadership, which is amazing, um, all the way up to different levels of events. And the free podcast is Entree Leadership. Yes, that's exactly right. And we we really try to keep that fresh. We bring in a lot of amazing guest speakers um, for that podcast. And then we have a digital coaching program. So if somebody is looking for help day to day and they're really, you know, they're coming to an event, but then they're like, okay, how do I implement this? Walk with me. We have a great digital coaching business and also a one-on-one coaching business. Okay. And what does that uh, ecosystem look like as far as how many people are involved in that? How many business owners are you guys serving right now? Yes. So in our digital coaching business, there's 1,600 business owners and they participate in what are called mastermind groups. A lot of the feedback that we receive from business owners is how lonely it is. Mm -hmm. You know, you think, oh, well, they must have a ton of business owner friends and they probably get together and talk about how you have to fire people and it's hard, but they don't, yep. you know, they're the only one that they usually know that is dealing with, I, I got to make payroll on Friday. How am I going to deal with this? And a lot of their friends can't relate to that. So what I love about the 1600 that are plugged into our mastermind groups, our digital coaching is that they can relate. They hold each other accountable. Sometimes it's like, Hey, you said you need to fire that person. Mm. Tell us what what you got going on? Did you do it? Um, and they're they're giving them tough love, but great advice. So um, that's a great program. And are the masterminds virtual? Or are they in that's person? right? They're virtual. Virtual. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're using like a Zoom platform that's exactly or something. Right. Yep. Okay, where mm-hmm. you can see everybody, but yep. you're not. Well, which also makes it economical and time efficient that you're yes. not having to travel and make the masterminds. Although there's power in being together, but yes. virtual is powerful. A lot as well. of them come to our summit event, which happens in May, and it is so fun. It's like a family reunion. You know, you've gotten to know these people in really deep ways digitally, and then they come together live at summit a lot of times. And it's the first time they've met in person usually. Yep. And it's so fun to watch these like reunions happen. It's really neat. They have these great relationships yes. that have been virtually. It just yes. takes it to a whole new exactly. level. Exactly. Okay. Well, you're super busy. Thank you for carving out 30 <laughs> minutes today. But that does mean I need to jump in and start getting to what I, what I really want to talk okay. about. So we've established that you are um, incredibly successful. You have this huge team that you're leading. You have uh, all these constituents that you've got to address today, your customers, your team members, your, your board, your leadership team. What I want to talk about is how do you level up? as a leader and how you do it across the other domains of your life. And I do want to point out too, besides having my wife on when we talked about our adoption journey, you're the first female I've had on the oh, show. Oh, this so is so fun. There's like a lot of firsts going okay, on today. Okay, all right. And I, you know, typically I'm talking to male entrepreneurs because that's what yeah, I am. totally. But I can't tell you how many... Uh, women have come up and said, I know you're talking to men, but I love your show. So I think they're going to be excited to hear from you. So let's talk about what you do. Uh, let's start with body. So okay. we, we did business. Let's yes. go to body. I know you're an Iron Tribe client. Yes. Talk to me about how that's affected you. Oh my gosh. Well, I was telling you about this the other day. It's so crazy. Two and a half years ago, I had never worked out. That was just never part of my life. I was always too busy. That wasn't really my thing. And I just was, to be honest with you, starting to feel really run down. And I had to take a really hard look at both my diet and my um, what I was doing physically. And so I did a total reset. 
and talked my my husband into it four years ago, but then we got pregnant with our third and I totally bailed on him. So I talked him into it and literally peaced out. So I really had to, (laughs) once I kind of recovered from having the baby, I was like, okay, I've got to get in here or he's going to give me crap about this for life. Um, So I I did, I joined Iron Tribe and um, I love it because it's one area that I don't have to think about. Mm -hmm. I just show up. I love that there's different class options. I usually go at lunch. It's a good kind of reset in my day. and not to mention, I'm juggling the three little kids. So the mornings are really crazy. Um, and so we have childcare that starts at 730. So I'm jotting off to work. And then at lunch, I go and I work out and then I come back to work and I need to be home by 530. So it's perfect. Um, but that has been so key. In addition to resetting my diet, I find that um, by pushing myself in that capacity, I think there's a real correlation with pushing yourself physically and growing mentally. Mm. I think you start to realize, Jesse Eitzler talks about um, this one time where he did what he thought was the most pull-ups he could do. And then he started just knocking out one more pull-up and one more pull-up. And by the time he was done, he had done 100. And he would have probably stopped at 10. Mm-hmm. And when you think about the fact that he had 90 pull-ups left in his tank, we shortchange ourselves all the time in that way, not just physically physically but also with our capacity in other areas like business. And so I think really getting in there and pushing myself physically, it it raises my capacity all around. Um, You're listening. You don't get to see Sarah right now, but she's in fantastic shape. (laughs) So as part of this journey, has it been weight loss or has it been more just energy? Well, I was stuck. So it's funny. After that third baby, I did not bounce back as quickly as I did with the other two. And I was really stuck. And it wasn't so much that I felt fat or whatever, but I just was like, I don't have time to go buy more clothes. Mm-hmm. I need to get back into my normal clothes. It's a very practical <laughs> way of looking at it. Yes. I think I was just too busy. Normally I would be like, yes, let's go shopping. Um, but I have to tell you, looking back, I feel so much better. I feel so much more confident. Um, I'm amazed at what I can do. You know, I love the power class. I know a lot of people love push. Mm-hmm. But I love getting in there and lifting weights and just I'm, I'm still working my way up. So I'm probably not blowing any records. But um, for me, it's records. You know, I've never done this before. And I am amazed that I'm not more intimidated. I think I just get in there and I ask lots of questions, kind of the same as business. Right. That's right. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Just tell me how to do it and tell me if I'm doing it wrong. And um, so it's been really fun. And the coaches are great. I was telling you this. Um, the coaches at the Cool Springs location that I go to are so patient and they're so funny and they make it fun. And that's why I love going there is just that community. And I know you guys talk about this, but it's a real deal. Um, they just make you feel so comfortable. And so it's it's easy and I love it. And you get to unplug and not be yes. mom and not be boss. <laughs> that's and right. And not be, you know, that's all right. your other roles, right? And, and it's just... a good reset. I mean, think about by the time you have done your business for the morning, your mind is just churning. Mm-hmm. And so I often find I come out of those workout sessions a lot more clear on what I need to do that afternoon and how I need to resolve some of those big problems from the morning. Whereas I think if you just go straight through it or work through lunch, you just do in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just really good perspective. So we used to share a parking lot. <laughs> Now you guys have moved. Has that made lunch yes. more difficult? It has. Yeah. It has. But, you know, it's really hard. And it's funny. I live down the street from your Franklin location, okay. and they are amazing. Yeah. But it's funny. You just start to really grow close with your community mm-hmm. there. And so I do. I make the trek. <laughs> I drive back up to Cool Springs. And, uh, 
And I just, I think I've just found my niche there and nice. it's hard to break out of that. Perfect. And that I mean, <laughs> that's what we sell is that community. It's not, yes. not even though it looks the same and yes. the workouts are the same. Yes. It's just, these aren't my people. Right, right. You find your people. Okay. So let's, we talk, body obviously levels you up. Let's talk about balance. And I define that as your spouse and your kids. Yep. And so what this show's about is like, who cares if you create big things in your life and you totally. lose your body or you lose your balance or you lose your faith in the process. So talk about what balance looks like to you how you went at home while you're crushing it here at work. Yeah, I love that. I just heard this quote recently that's been sticking with me. And it's about what does it matter if you gain the world if you lose your soul? Mm-hmm. And I think that I am uh, I'm so driven that I think sometimes I can lose sight of these other pieces. You know, I can just focus so much on a goal. And as I get older, I really have realized um how I lose my joy when that happens. That if I'm not well-rounded and if I don't have this balance, I start to lose. Um, Stephen Mansfield talks about the poetry of what you do. You Mm. lose that because you just get in the grind, right? So I've learned some hard lessons here. I've made a lot of mistakes and um, (laughs) I had to course correct, basically. I have learned to outsource a lot, a lot of the stuff that doesn't matter. I used to feel a lot of shame around the idea of paying someone else to come and like clean my house Mm -hmm. or do my laundry. And um, as we earn more, we start to budget um, for those things to get covered. And that has been massive. Those things that really, my, my kids don't care who washes their clothes, right? That's right. Um, and I don't, just because I can do it doesn't mean I should cram it in and take time away from my family to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big lesson is not to feel guilt or shame around outsourcing. The other thing I do is I think about the marble jar. We've all heard about this marble jar where you put the big marbles in that, that matter the most. So I have an assortment of big marbles and little marbles. Big marbles are things like um, family dinners or things that you schedule on your calendar, family vacations or church or these things that we're going to spend quality time and are non-negotiables in our life. But I also like to put in some fun little marbles. So um, tucking my kids in at night, their oldest is eight, the youngest just turned three, and okay. the middle is six. Um, so having that time and asking questions like, what made you happy today? What made you angry? Were there anything that made you sad? Um, and just kind of putting in those small marble moments with them. Um, so that's how I really try. And of course, with Louis, we, we get to work out together. Okay. Now he's tested to perform. Oh, nice. I'm so I'm actually kind of mad. I have a bone to pick a little bit because all of my favorite people that I was working with in at my lunch class are They've now graduated. Yes, so now they're heckling me, and I'm like, I got a lot of work to do before yeah. I hit that perform level. But um, but we we try to work out together. And that's a fun kind of midday uh, pick me up. And then we try to schedule a date night every week. And so I would say that's a big marble in our jar. And then we try to do a vacation together every year um, for our 10 year wedding anniversary. We got to go to Greece. And that's without kids. But that's without kids. Okay. Which is a little scary asking my parents like, hey, will you cover? Um, Because it's a a lot of uh, time. But I just think you can't get these times back. I don't want to look up and be married to a stranger once my kids go off to college. And so how many, you just celebrated 10? We, so we're now at 12. For our 10 year, we got to go to Greece and that really kicked off the next year we went to St. Lucia. And so I think it really kicked off this bug of like, let's every year, even if it's just, let's drive over to Asheville Mm -hmm. or let's maybe do a night staycation in downtown Nashville. I think it's just kind of investing in your marriage. 
completely agree. So other than tucking the kids in at night, which I love, how do you create, uh, I'll, I'll always ask this, with multiple kids, yes. how do you create that one-on-one time? Okay, this is my, che- this is my cheat. Okay. I schedule it. Okay. I literally put it on the, on the calendar. So um, Madison has Spanish class on Tuesday evenings. It ends at 515. Louie and I, I schedule on the calendar. We swap off picking her up and we immediately take her for like a little date. Just a little, you know, maybe you go to Sonic, maybe you go to the park. Same for Will. So we we have these scheduled. I find when I put it on my calendar, mm-hmm. it's just part of the thing. Now, they don't know I put it on my calendar. They sure. think it's just for fun. Um, I also try to schedule lunch on their birthdays. I go to school and have lunch with them on their birthdays, and they think that's super fun. Mm-hmm. Um you know, any kind of little date. Louie will take uh, Will over early for soccer. And so they play soccer together before one of Will's games. And Will thinks that's the best. It's kind of easy right now because these ages, they think everything's fun. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so that, we don't have to work very hard. Change, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we can go fly a kite. And they're like, this was amazing. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So we're running out of time. So I want to get to the most important topic okay, of all the right. whole thing. And that's being. <laughs> and I define being as your relationship with Christ. So talk mm. about just how that undergirds not only what happens here, but in your life. How does it undergird who you are as a leader and how you show up as mom oh my and gosh. wife and Forrest, leader? I'm still growing in this area. So I have been um, a Christian all my life, but I feel like what that has meant to me has gotten deeper as I've gotten older. We go back to, I was telling you earlier, I um, am super driven. And so sometimes I can lose myself in achievement. And I have um, really worked hard to remember and frame up that my purpose here on earth is to love God's people. And I think when I remember that, I'm not chasing significance. I'm not chasing a title. I'm not chasing money. And I'm truly putting our clients first and our team first. Um, So that is the framework, I would say. Now, practically... Of course, we go to church on Sundays. We are so lucky. We have um, a company devotional here every Wednesday. And mm-hmm. it's, inc- I mean, we had Max Lakato here the other day wow. speaking. It, I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is just such a wonderful midweek kind of booster. But I would say the best thing that I try to keep at the forefront is I have a prayer uh, that I say often, whether I'm going into work on vision pieces whether I am having to have a a difficult team member conversation and it is more of you and less of me Mm -hmm. because I think that I can get so lost in, I have to carry this burden. I have to make it happen. And when I remember that, that God is walking right alongside with me and this is, you know, all of his and I'm managing it. Um, that is when I'm healthiest, and that's when I'm truly loving his people best. One of my favorite verses, John 3.30, he must increase, I must decrease, that's which exa- is exactly yes, what you're that's exactly. talking about here. Yeah. Um, so what about uh, just that private time with the Lord? Is that first thing in the morning? Yes. How do you, how do you guard that <laughs> with all, all the hats that yes. you're wearing? Well, I think that um, I've had enough painful moments when I haven't made time for that. And when I've forgotten that lesson that I now have to keep it in the forefront. So yes, first thing in the morning, even if it's only 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. I just try to have that quiet recentering time and say that prayer and think about my day and pray over the people that I'm going to be meeting with and the things that we're going to be talking about. Um, You know, I'm so stubborn. I want everything to be my way. So I pray for a lot of his intervention and Mm -hmm. um, that we are truly doing what he wants us to do. Um, but if I don't do it first thing in the morning, then it, my day just gets kind of off kilter. I don't know if you feel like that. Totally. So it kind of is my compass for the day. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, we're out of time, but 
It's been amazing to take over <laughs> the Entree Leadership Podcast. First for you, first for me, first female on the yes. show. I mean, just, just an excellent so show. Fun. Thank you for giving us some time, and I just appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you for tuning in to today's Tribecast episode. I hope you gained valuable tools that will help you maximize your life across body, being, balance, and business. If you found value, then make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. Every bit helps. If you want to communicate to us, send an email to tribecast at irontribefitness.com. A lot of the feedback I've gotten has been uh, been around the subject of if I do any kind of coaching. Um, and I have made a few slots open to those who want coaching uh, in their business and in their personal life. So if that's you, hit me up and we'll talk. Uh, see you next week.